Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Fashion Friday. While it's cold outside, we're in the depths of winter, ladies and gents, and I hope you're all staying safe and warm, and I hope you're all wrapped up in a cozy faux fur wrap. (laughs) All right, so to kick things off today... I'm going to kick things off with shoes, pun intended. We're going to talk about shoes today. I've got six new ugly shoe trends that have been popping up in the fashion world. Yes, I said ugly. And you might be thinking, well, why would I want to know about an ugly shoe trend? All right. Well, when I say ugly, I by this I mean sort of, um, I think ugly in fashion is often used sort of tongue-in-cheek. And nowadays, things that um, things are worn both ironically and unironically. So I think, you know, sometimes there are things that pop up and it's almost like, again, it's the irony in it. And it's like the uglier, the better or the uglier, the more someone likes it. Um, yeah. And, and we, you know, again, it's subjective. What is ugly? What is beautiful? <laughs> right. So, um, you know. There are, I think there are things, though, that most of us can agree uh, are not so attractive. Maybe they're purposeful, maybe or functional, or maybe not, but they're probably not the best. And, and I'll give you some of mine. Okay, so again, it's my opinion. One thing I think is completely unattractive and hideous, ugly, all the above, are Crocs. Uh, I understand the purpose. I understand. I I don't remember what chef it was. Was it Batali? One of one of the famous chefs is known for wearing them. I get that. Worn in the kitchen, you're cooking. They're plastic, I believe, or some sort of material that you can easily clean. I get it. They should stay in the kitchen, right? I don't love. I lo- they're cute on kids when it's like a teeny tiny shoe. It's very cute, but everything's te- teeny tiny is cute. I think that those should not be worn by adults. In fact, I think you should get a citation if you're caught wearing them. <laughs> I really do. I mean, come on. They're just so there's there's no outfit or no person that can rock them. Even the most beautiful runway model in whatever shape or form she's in cannot no. No, no, no. They just don't look good. So, that's one of my like ugh. Another one since we're talking about footwear are Uggs. Ugg boots, and I'm talking about the the classic one. I don't even know the name of it. I certainly don't own a pair because Uggs makes very different styles. Um, and the one that you just slip on, the one we've seen everywhere, just slips on. It's very round, almost looks like a moon boot. You know, I, again, worn on little kids. I love them. They're cute when they're tiny. Worn by adults, I hate them. I think they're so hideous, so ugly. It looks like you're just wearing a big box on your foot. And, you know, I joke and I say, well, ugh, it's short for ugly. You understand that? So (laughs) again, just my opinion. Um, And by the way, I do, it's nothing against the brand. I do actually own a pair of boots made by Uggs, but they look nothing like the ones you see everywhere. It actually just looks like a very warm, insulated, fur-lined hiking boot. Um, It's not a hiking boot. It's a proper snow boot. Uh, because I'm, I'm, I know it's, it's fully lined and it's water repellent. 
Uh, so I wear it when it's a, like a true snowstorm, you know, when we've got like a foot of snow, I will wear my Uggs. So it's not, I don't have anything against the brand. I have something against that particular shoe that we've seen everywhere, that boot that we've seen for decades and, um, or for maybe not decades, but for years we've seen them. And I just, in every possible color, but we usually see them in the brown. I don't like them. So that's my take. Um, I'm sure you all have your thing that you just you can't get into it you just think it's really ugly you know it might be some other piece of fashion that you you know don't understand but nonetheless there have been some trends popping up and I wanted to share them because maybe hey who knows maybe you're an Ugg wearer or a Croc wearer and maybe you'll think there's something attractive about these things um you know and again dressing yourself it's about really being creative and really about things that were, you know, things that are, are deemed not in fashion or fashion don't. If that works for you, then do it. If you really like it, even if it doesn't work for you and you really like it, you really feel good in those Crocs, then by all means, wear them. Because at the end of the day, you know, I'll use the phrase an old boss used to say to me. He used to say, Tina, at the end of the day, it's just lipstick and pantyhose. <laughs> And I, to this day, love that saying because it reminds me that it's it's just, it's close. It's not that serious. Um, can it be serious and an impactful statement? You know, you can make a statement based on what you're wearing or how you put yourself together. Absolutely. It's not to minimize the emotional side of the power of dressing and dressing well. However, at the end of the day, it, we're not curing cancer. You know, it's not rocket science. It is clothing. So, you know, you have to have fun with it and sort of not take it so seriously. So, you know, if that's your thing, then it, by all means, please do. So here we go. First up, I actually don't think this is ugly, by the way, but um, I got all I found all of this on the Internet. I kind of was searching around. I pulled it from from all different places, from bloggers, from um, websites, and I kind of compiled my own list. First on the list that I kept seeing was asymmetrical strappy sandals. Now, what's ugly about that? I don't know. I'm sure I own. I do own. I bought a pair um, from Zara. I believe it was over a year ago. I don't think I've worn them because I think I bought them just before the pandemic hit. And it was a summer shoe. So basically, you know, I wasn't really because it has a heel on them. I didn't wear heels all last summer. Oh, sadly. Anyway, um, I digress. Um, so this is an asymmetrical sandal, meaning it's got kind of lots of different straps going in different directions. It's maybe they're off to one side. Maybe they go up on an angle. Um, maybe it's a square toe. That's a big trend right now. Um, we've seen done by Bottega Veneta and then lots of brands have copied it. Um, maybe there's lots of cutouts in the sandal. So it's basically just a symmetrical sandal and, and not your usual, you know, tried and true, just slip on strappy sandal. Again, I don't see what's ugly about that. This one I I would say I like. And if it's ugly, then I like an ugly sandal. Um, next on my list I kept seeing was super low heels. I say the term heels with air quotes, by the way, people, because that's a bit of an oxymoron, isn't it? It's like jumbo shrimp, right? Super low heel, low heel? No. In my book, there's no such thing, you know, and anyone that knows me, my husband definitely knows this. One of the things my I, I cannot stand on me, again, it's no offense to anyone that loves this or wears this, is a kitten heel. Again, an oxymoron. A kitten is something very small and a heel 
should be something very big. And I, if you're wearing a kitten heel, I don't understand it. You might as well just wear a flat. There's nothing wrong with flats. I think flats look great. They serve their purpose. They can be certainly be functional as well as fashionable, but a kitten heel. So you're going to raise yourself up a half an inch. I'm not sure what that does, but again, that's my strong opinion as a stylist. <laughs> um, so uh, this is basically the same thing, a super low heel. So high heels are out. Obviously, we have a pandemic, right? And we are hopefully heading to the end of the pandemic. So I, I, I'll i be happy when people can't use this as the excuse of dressing in what I call trash bag wear now, aka sweats, um, and and a low heel. It's like, well, just uh, wear a sneaker, wear a flat. There's nothing wrong with that. Why make the – it's almost like a half – attempt, you know, like a, I don't know. So, um, you know, I get it. Comfy shoes are in, we're all staying at home or if we're not at home, we're doing minimal amount of traveling or minimal amount of movement. I get it. There's lots of stuff. I've gone over this on multiple shows on different things. You can wear a chunky boot, a that's flat. It's not, there's no heel. Or if you want to do a heel, a stacked thicker, you know, one inch with by whatever, however high, two, three inches boots or um, sneakers that are uh, trendy right now. There's lots of things that are not heels that make a statement or that are comfortable or functional. So I'm not sure about the super. And by the way, this is basically like the pictures I saw of this. The super low heel trend was like the granny shoe. Totally like granny shoe from, you know, little old ladies might wear to church or wherever they're going, or to an, a function. And again, they're grannies. I get it. They want to feel dressed up, and they can't probably can't wear a heel at their at their you know point in their life. I that I get. But why would this be a trend amongst the masses? Don't get it. Don't like it. Don't get it. All right. Next on my list. Oh, I like this one. Cushy platform flip flops. So. You had me at platform, of course. Basically, it's a platform thong. So a picture of flip-flop with like a chunky, It's very, they're very kind of squishy. I've seen these. And I feel like I owned a pair in the 90s. I'm sure I did. I'm sure I did. Maybe even late 80s. Um, yes, I definitely did. And so basically, it's just like that rubbery kind of flip-flop that has like a bit of a platform. And it's kind of, you know, it's squishy. They're calling it squishy. Um, I like this. Of course, I like this. It's anything with a little bit of height. <laughs> and, um, you know, somehow I feel better when I'm wearing that versus a flat flip flop. But by the way, I do own flat, regular, classic flip flops, the Javiana style, or the Javiana brand. I own, uh, I think, one or two pair. And I'll tell you why. Uh, pedicures and the beach. So if I'm getting a pedicure, you will see me leaving or entering in a flip-flop, that's it, and I go directly to my car and directly home, Uh, or maybe at the beach. And even then, sometimes it's questionable. Sometimes I just have no shoes on at all. But if I need a shoe, um, yeah, you'll see me in a a flat flip-flop. That's it. That's it. Other than that, not even by the pool. No, the pool, I'm wearing I'm wearing a platform flip-flop or maybe even a wedge if it's, it depends on where we are, if it's a fancy pool, if it's like a really fancy schmancy resort. Um, you know, my husband likes to stay at fancy schmancy resorts. Yeah, I'm wearing a, a, a wedge or um, a platform flip-flop. If it's more of like beachy, islandy, you know, earthy kind of place, uh, yeah, then I'll, I'll do, maybe I'll do the, um, the flat flip-flop. So, I'm good. I'm okay with a cushy flip-flop. Give it to me all day long. It's a platform. I'm, I'm taking it. 
Uh, Sporty Sandals next on the list. Okay, obviously we know I like this. This has been around. I feel this is here to stay. So what do I mean by a sporty sandal? Okay, so picture, think an elevated Tiva. Again, I would classify Tiva also an ugly shoe, okay? Very ugly. It's made for, obviously for function, I believe. Hiking, I'm thinking, or I, I'm not even sure. But I'm not that girl. Not that I don't hike, but I definitely just don't. If I'm going to hike, I'm not wearing Tevas. But think of, we've seen this now for a couple of seasons. It's got a bit of a chunky sole on the bottom, or it's a platform. It's maybe got Velcro. It's maybe slip-on, but it's very sporty. Like, they took a sneaker and a sandal, and they and it had a baby. And it's just like a hybrid shoe. I love this. I love, love, love this. I actually have a pair of Nikes. Uh, that did this well. And this to me looks more true sneaker than it does sandal. So I'll describe it to you. So, and by the way, I bought these about um, two summers ago. So um, it's a slip on. So you slip it on. It's like a light gray with a white bottom. It has a thick, thick heel, uh, not heel, uh, I guess a platform, a thick sole on the bottom, very thick. And so I am like kind of feels like I'm wearing a platform. And so I slip it on and then it has a little almost like a strap around my heel. So the heels cut out and has like a like a slingback. If you think of a slingback shoe, it's this. It's got a little strap in the back that has a toggle that I can tighten to make sure my foot stays in. And it's got sort of the um, like the running shoes with the air air bubble in the heel. It's got that under my heel. So it's very sporty, but it slips on with a heel, you know, a heel strap, sling bag, whatever you want to call it. Um, and it's interesting and always a, uh, a good conversation piece. I know someone always will notice and say, like, oh, those are interesting. Those look cool or, but they're super, super comfortable. And you know what I wear them with? I wear them with, uh, like little, almost like a tennis skirt, not, not to play tennis, but a tennis style skirt in the summertime or a little denim skirt or maybe a pair of shorts. I'm not big into shorts, but, or a pair of, um, cropped denim, you know, like cut off cropped denim, maybe they're cut off at the ankle or um, a little shorter and they look really good or just even just jeans or, or leggings but you know again that's if I'm going to work out or do something a physical activity uh, but they look great so I'm in and here for sporty sandals I like a lot let's see what else uh next on my list furry flats I'm loving the alliter- iteration here um Furry flats. So these are basically, I feel like these have been around, but they really um, became more popular, took that upswing during the pandemic because, again, we're all staying home. Um, So this is like a house shoe. So what's the difference between this and a slipper? So a slipper basically wouldn't wear outside, right? And may or may not have any kind of a sole on the bottom or any kind of a... um, it might be really like flexible and clearly shoes you can only wear inside. These do. So these have more of a stronger. So sometimes slippers do have that stronger bottom, almost like a true um, a rubber sole. So these do. And then they're just furry on top. So it is something you technically could go outside in and you wouldn't ruin it. It wouldn't hurt your foot. Um, I guess you could run to the store. You know, are you sensing my, my um, hesitation on this? You'd be correct um, because dare I say I fail. I don't want to condone wearing slippers to the grocery store. No, 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 and no again. Um, however, I like these. These are cute. Something different. If you are working from home or you are just out and about around the house, 
and maybe even going for a walk. I don't know. Again, I would say then you change to a sneaker, but um, it's a comfortable shoe. So furry flats is what they're technically called. It's just an elevated house shoe. I'm calling it house shoe. I'm not even calling it slipper. And last on my list are, oh my goodness, uh, this is ugly. I'm going to agree with them here. Clogs. I went to several different websites to check this out. Clogs were on everyone's list. So, you know, this is, I would say for me, oh, no, I I don't like them. I was going to try and justify, but no. And you know what? I've owned clogs in my lifetime years ago, you know, and then I was like, eh, they're they're just not me. So I think sometimes people have sort of a love-hate relationship with, I think you, you know, I think you either love them or hate them. Um, Clearly 70s vibe for sure. Um, You know, and the difference is the updated version, as I always tell you, the updated twist is I'm seeing them a lot more colors than in the past. And I'm seeing them with a little bit of a platform. Yes, still don't love them. Um, I'm seeing them in suede, in patent leather, in cow prints. I've been seeing everywhere. Um, And again, you know, just lots of different ways to wear them. I've seen them paired with different things. It might be okay, but you know, they're cloggy. They're clunky. They're usually not comfortable. And yeah, I'm saying no. So, you know, that's my list of the ugly shoe trends that are, you know, just kind of storming the fashion world right now. And yeah, I don't know about those. You know, maybe maybe there's something on that list that you're saying, yes, that's definitely for me, <laughs> then by all means. Um, but yeah, I'm not really in for it unless it's something I can work into an outfit and it's got some sort of a, a heel, you know. But again, that's just my take on it. So who knows? Well, I'd be interested to hear your feedback. If you love them or hate them, by all means, email me. It's tina at wardrobeenvy.com. And I love to get hear your fashion questions or fashion comments. Tell me what you think about these things we're going over today. I've got lots more um, for you. All right. I have... Um, questions from the website. I've had lots of questions. I'm actually going to take a quick break. When we come back, I'll take those questions. I'm 1490 WGCH. Fashion Friday with Tina is brought to you by AdCorp Media Group, a full-service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing, web, social media, and design services for local business owners. At AdCorp, they take your business personally because they know that you do. By learning everything there is to know about how to run your business, the value of your products and services, and who your target is, they'll create a personalized business plan to communicate your message to your audience. They offer logo and branding development, digital and web design, social media management, and more. Are you ready to grow your business? Call AdCorp Media Group now at 1-877-323-2677 or visit them at adcorpmg.com. AdCorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do. Welcome back to Fashion Friday. I've got questions from the website. Um, And first of all, I want to say thank you so much to everyone that writes in and comments and gives sense in questions. I truly appreciate your support and I'm happy to answer all your fashion questions. So um, for future shows, I, I get back to everyone, by the way, uh, regardless of whether I read it on air or not. Um, it's my website, which is wardrobeenvy.com. So it's wardrobe hyphen 
N-V-E-N-V-Y.com. That's basically my blog. But if you go on there, there's a little button up at the top left, I believe, that says Ask the Stylist. You click on Ask the Stylist and just fill out the uh, the form. There'll be no spam, I promise you. And uh, that's how you can get in contact with me. You can also email me at tina at wardrobe-nv.com. That's my, my email and the website. So either way, you can also always um, send me a message on, on um, Instagram. Um, it will, even though my social media handles are all, are all, my accounts are all handled by someone, I get all of the messages sent directly to me. So, okay, first question I got, and I get this quite often. So I thought maybe I'd answer this. I've talked about this in the past, but I think it's something that, it always interests people. If I'm out, if I'm meeting new people, this always comes up. I think I think there's people in my own family that probably don't really understand what I do. Um, but I get this question a bit of what is a stylist? When someone asks me what I do and I say I'm a fashion stylist, um, what exactly is that? You know, sometimes I say stylist and people think I do hair or makeup. So I'm going to just talk really quickly about what it is and what it's not. So basically... A stylist is a consultant. So the, you, under the umbrella, there's stylists. You can be a wardrobe stylist, a fashion stylist. You can kind of, there's different avenues you can take depending on which direction interests you. So a fashion stylist, which is what I am, it's a consultant who chooses clothing or look for either a private client, which is personal styling, or sort of a, for some sort of published editorial TV features, film, an ad campaign, public appearances, um, and then there's also celebrity styling. So it's sort of celebrity styling, personal styling, wardrobe styling. Wardrobe styling is something I have done in the past. Um, that's more of like a freelance type of job. So you usually work with an agent. The agent books you on different jobs. They'll say, okay, you've got to be in you know, upstate New York at 4 a.m. is the call time. You work with a um, the photographer. You work with the creative director. You work with the model. You'd come up with the look and you do sort of almost like a vision board. Um, usually get sent the details on the location and the feel and all of the details about the look. And then, therefore, you pull the looks for the model. And you kind of work together with everybody. Hair and makeup is there, and but you're basically in charge of the clothing. That's for editorial styling, which is, you know, um, could be, again, ad campaigns, TV, film, editorial features. Celebrity, celebrity styling is just that. You're styling a celebrity specifically. You work with their agent. And um, usually this is sort of a, a PR agent is the liaison between the two. And, um, you know, that's more specific because, again, this could make or break someone's career or, you know, help boost it or whatever, um, depending on how if someone's making a comeback, if someone has a debut, if someone, um, you know, is retiring, although we don't see that that often, whatever it is um, they've they've got going on in their career, you are really responsible for the look. And that is a big, big job. And then lastly is what I do currently, which is um, styling private clients. So a fashion stylist. So I, I've got certain clients that are with me for a long time. I've got clients that sort of come and go seasonally. You know, I may need to help them fill in the blanks. Um, but mostly it's really about creating a look. So it's, I'm not a personal shopper. I get this all the time. I'm not a personal assistant. So I'm not going and buying clothes and bringing them to you. 
This is really what's about, this is sort of the difference. And I know this might sound the same to some people. It's really carving out a look and a style and helping someone define that look and that style on an individual basis based on everything from their lifestyle, their body type. Um, So it's really a bit of a mix of an art and a science. It's more art than science. The science is really more just the sizing. And um, I would say that's more of like an image consultant. So an image consultant is more like, well, that silhouette, you know, looks best on this style body, or it's more about like measurements. So, um, or you know, that's your long torso. So you've got to wear this, you've got short legs. So you've got to wear that. It's more scientific. And I use that term loosely. And then really creating a style and a look based on your lifestyle. That's more the art style, the art part of it, the creative end of it. So that's what I do in kind of a nutshell. I do lots of other things too, but you know, if I could sum it up, that's really it. And it's really, I'm the liaison between my clients and the showroom, the designer, the retailer, the boutique, whatever it may be, because you know, certain people don't shop off the rack. So I can get to things that the general public can't get to. And I've got the resources and the relationships, you know, based on my years in, uh, in the business and experience. So it is a luxury service. I'll end it on that note. Um, I also got this question, where do you shop and where do you get your inspo? So my inspiration is everywhere, Um, mainly when I travel. Um, And travel doesn't mean extensive necessarily. It could just be, you know, I'm on a road trip to Rhode Island or, you know, I'm going to Maryland. Um, Traveling anywhere. Local shops really give me inspiration, be it clothing stores or or a furniture store, um, nature, movies, especially old movies, and um, people, and definitely art. So those are all the things that inspire me. And where do I shop? Oh, this is funny. Everywhere and anywhere. My eye is just constantly roving, and I you know, can find something in a hardware store that I would use somehow w- with an outfit. I promise you that. I really can. Chain belt? We got it. We'll get you a chain belt in a hardware store. Um, so that's really it. And then um, the last question I got quite often was, what's your favorite uh, winter piece? Must have a winter piece. So I would say um, two things. A long cardigan something cozy and warm, almost like you're wearing a robe or a blanket. And a suede knee boot is my also favorite for this winter because it can be a flat knee boot. It can have a heel, but something suede I love. I love it's a little different than leather. It's a little softer and a little luxurious. And um, you can wear it with tights and a dress, a skirt. You can wear it with leggings. You can wear it with jeans. You can really kind of dress it up or dress it down. But I think those are my two favorite things to have in my closet this year, I feel like I'm wearing more and more of, especially the long cardigan. And the long cardigan really could be to the knee. It could be to the ankle. It could be however long, whatever your long is. Um, you can wear it open. You can belt it. One of my favorite ways. So you keep that nice silhouette, that hourglass silhouette, um, belting it with a t-shirt underneath or a turtleneck underneath or a bodysuit underneath and belting it with a pair of leggings or a fitted jeans even. Um, I love this look. It's warm, it's cozy, but yet the belt somehow kind of makes you feel really pulled together. So that's one of my um, probably go-to looks for the winter. 
almost every winter actually. And you can use any, any cardigan of almost any thickness really. And then just play with the belt, whether you want a thick one or thin one, but somehow it kind of pulls it all together. So those are my answers to your questions. Again, um, don't hesitate to write in. I thank you so much for writing in. And that's, uh, once again, the, my website is wardrobeenvy.com. So it's wardrobe-envy.com. You click the Ask the Stylist button, and I will answer all your calls, all your questions. And that'll do it. Thank you so much for joining me this week. Join me next week for more Fashion Friday on 1490 WGCH. WGCH.